along the journey of life, sometimes you will come across people that are truly inspiring. Hello, my name is Brett Gaffney. Welcome back to A Word Before We Leave. And just to get straight to the episode, I'm going to preface that this episode will be outside, so some of the sound might be a little bit different. You get a bit more external volume, a little bit more ambiance, but it really does set the scene for Katie Tarr, the wonderful mindset guru, model, artist, photographer, and just extraordinary human. Join us as we hear Katie's story, and join us as we just take a deep dive into who Katie is, what her philosophy is, and she's got a really good word before we leave. So stick around, and welcome back to A Word Before We Leave. My name, as always, is Brett Gaffney. And now, a few messages from some sponsors, and then straight to the episode. All right, this is B, out. Need an acting reel? Real Acting Reels is a full-service acting reel production company. Book with Real Acting Reels to get your dream reel and start getting dream roles. DM Real Acting Reels on Instagram and use promo code Brett Gaffney. That's B-R-E-T-T space G-A-F-F-N-E-Y for 10% off your package. Real Acting Reels. Acting made simple. Spotify listeners, support for the podcast is now available within our description. Feel free to click the link and support the podcast in any way. The money that comes to the podcast goes right back into the show, and each episode costs on average $50 to $60. So anything and everything helps. Again, thank you, and now the show. Hey, it's Katie Tarr, and welcome back to A Word Before We Leave. And I'm Brett Gaffney. Welcome back, guys. How are we doing today? I just want to preface right now that this episode is outside. We are in the middle of a park in the middle of North Hollywood, Los Angeles, (laughs) and we're under the shade of a tree. We have a highway to the right of me, to the left of Katie, because we're sitting on a blanket. And uh, (laughs) we are ready to dive in for this episode, but I just wanted to thank you guys for coming back and let's get started. So I always start the podcast off with uh, word of the day. Word of the day is just a segment that I like to do to get us in the mood, you know, get us ready. So today's word of the day brought to you by Merriam-Webster's Dictionary, not sponsored yet. As I've said every episode, but (laughs) soon, soon Soon. they're going to listen. They're manifesting. Yeah, yeah. Our word of the day is travesty. It is T-R-A-V-E-S-T-Y. And travesty refers to something that is shocking, upsetting, or ridiculous because it is not what it is supposed to be, but it is instead a distorted or badly inferior imitation of it. The word is often used in the phrase, a travesty of. Travesty is not a synonym of tragedy, which refers instead to a disastrous event. And they do provide it an example sentence, and I'll read that off, and then it's your turn to think of a new sentence, and then I'll think of a sentence. (laughs) Okay. So the sentence that they provide is that the timber company only had to pay a minimal fine after being found guilty of illegal logging, which was considered by many a travesty of justice. Now it's your turn. Okay, travesty. Learning the news about Ariana Grande's recent scandal was a travesty. What was her scandal? <laughs> well, basically, we already kind of knew this, but apparently she's been like a homewrecker in her past like six relationships. And she just left her recent husband for her new like co-star guy that's on her like wicked whatever oh thing. my god and he just had a newborn with his wife and he left his wife and though. she ruined the family she ruined it she, she's splitting them up shocking travesty every time i think of ariana grande and dating i think of like mac miller and pete davison i think of like the legends that yeah. dated her and how like sad they were after they broke yeah. up but 
I didn't know she was a home wrecker. Yeah, I know. I just kind of learned that too. That's crazy. And I, uh, yeah, it made me sad because I was like, fuck. Yeah, literally. Sorry, I don't know if I can cuss. You can cuss on this. Okay, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> this episode will be unbleeped for those looking for a bleeped episode. It doesn't exist. Uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us. Um, and my word for travesty will be, I went and parked on a side road in the middle of Los Angeles without looking at the parking street signs, and I returned to a travesty of a ticket on my car, and it was $98. Oh, dang. That's, that's yeah. actually a real story. That happened. That was that? like three weeks ago. That sucks. That's LA. Because sometimes you get lucky and you get like a parking ticket that's only like $52. Yeah. But then sometimes you're in those areas that are like almost 100 Seriously. And then that shit doubles. I know. I know. If you don't, do don't pay it, they're going to give you a second ticket. And if you don't pay the fourth ticket, they boot your car. And on the fifth one, towed. Yeah, that kind of makes me nervous. Like I have a few tickets I need to pay. I don't I don't want to <laughs> pay those off. Like I'd want to spend my money on other stuff. I got I student loans coming up. Got to pay yeah. that. Not fun. Yeah. Government be getting our money. (laughs) They do. All right. So now we'll get into the questioning and we'll start talking about you. Okay. Yeah. So, Katie Tarr, what is one thing that gets you out of the bed every morning? I think opportunity. Just because every day, especially in L.A., I feel like when you're chasing a dream out here, you could run into somebody that could possibly elevate your dream. You could find something that inspires you. You could make just connections, and you just never know what opportunities arise when you start your day. So for somebody that may not know your work, what does opportunity look like to you? So I am a model here in L.A., and so opportunity to me is just finding any inspiration for, like, creative endeavors and, you know, just work in general. Like, finding, like, jobs, even just, like, little side jobs or, like, big jobs. Yeah, yeah. Mm. What got you into modeling? That's actually a really funny story. So, I didn't start modeling until I was, like, 19 going on 20. So, that's, like, a little bit later for a lot of people to start modeling. Yeah. Um, Because I am from, like... Kentucky. Kentucky. I know, so, I know you're from Kentucky. <laughs> so, well, I'm technically from southern Indiana, but okay, I'm like 15 okay. minutes across the border of Kentucky. Sure. So it's like, we call it Kentuckiana. So it's like the same Kentuckiana. area. That's it's like, legendary. yeah. So sometimes when I'm like with people that are from Kentucky, I just say like, I'm from Kentucky as well because it's easier. But, and people know Louisville, Kentucky more sure. than Indiana. But anyway, I'm actually from southern Indiana. And you moved out to Los Angeles at some point mm-hmm, July and to pursue modeling. Were you modeling well, prior to that? Yes. So this is the story. So I was, my whole life, I've been a dancer. So I was kind of just more focused on dancing. And like, I was just kind of known as the dancer. And then there was this one random day. Because in Kentucky, this is like, I didn't think there was a lot of modeling or yeah. like creative things, you know, there. And there's this one day that my friend, my close friend that I actually live with here, he was doing a random shoot with this photographer in Louisville and the photographer was kind of starting out and so he was like hey I'm looking for new faces to just like shoot like do you have any recommendations and he was just like well my friend Katie doesn't model but I feel like she'd be good at it and so he just hit me up randomly and I was like sure I was like if you can like talk me through it because I have no idea what I'm doing um I'll do that and then so we got together and did like a little shoot and it actually was really fun and cool and he was like, 
so have you ever like thought about modeling and I was like no not really until like this very second and he was like well let me just take you to the nearest agency here and we'll just like see if they like you and I was like right now and he was like yeah so we just went to the nearest agency I spoke with them they liked me I signed same day which was really cool and then after that was just history I took a lot of the first year I did a lot of uh, like posing and runway classes to kind of like understand what modeling was because I just really didn't know. Yeah. Um, and then I don't think it was till like my second year that I actually started booking a few jobs there in Kentucky. So in those early days, what was your thought process on approaching the work? How did you keep yourself motivated when a lot of it was just education and learning how to do it? Well, like modeling to me brought like this whole different side of like creativity and like confidence to myself and I wasn't really so worried on like getting paid for it because it was so new to me that I kind of was just like diving in to just see what it was all about and so I remember this one time where like I think I was modeling for a year at this point and I was like having so much fun doing it because I was like doing all these editorial things that I was like oh this is like really cool like, I actually like this style a lot. Um, and then I was like, it'll be really cool one day if I actually get paid for this shit. Yeah. And then yeah. now, fast forward, I look back to that moment and I'm like, it's crazy that me in that moment would never have thought that I would be out here. So what was what was one of your first victories? Um, probably my first ever paid job was for this little magazine back at home called The Voice Tribune. And I did, like, my first little editorial uh, spread in that. I think I had, like, six pages or something. And it was paid. And I was like, this is so cool. And then I remember um, going back to my agency. And we have this posing coach. His name is Chris Kaufman. And he used to be kind of terrifying. But, like, like, we also got along really well. So um, his, like, input meant, like, a lot to me. Mm -hmm. And I remember him coming up to me and being like, your spread in voice tripping was amazing like all your lines and your hands were fantastic and like all this stuff and I was just like wow I got a compliment from Chris Kaufman yeah that's awesome I mean (laughs) it's nice to be recognized for the work that you do from somebody Mm -hmm. that's a little higher up more established in the business and someone you recognize you're like that's somebody that is super professional Mm -hmm. yeah it's a big accomplishment so when you came out to Los Angeles what did the move look like the move was really random for me because I still at this time, like I was like three years, I guess, into modeling at this point. I, for some reason, wasn't really thinking too much about my future of modeling. So I wasn't like, okay, I'm going to move to a different city to like pursue it more. But um, my best friend at the time, we were about to move into this apartment in Louisville and he randomly was like, you know what, I think it's actually my time to move to LA because he's a dancer. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I've been trying to move for a while, like I might as well like just do it now. And he was like, you know, you should come with me. And I was just like, uh, I don't know. I'm like, I have like, to think about it. I'm like, that's a huge change. I haven't even thought once like about doing that. So I was like, I'll just like, you know, like think about it. And then I was kind of going through a really tough like struggle at that point in time. And I remember I was like taking a shower at my parents' house and I just had like this full on like mental breakdown. And I was like, I was like, fuck it. I am getting out of here. I was like, I am moving to LA and I'm just going to see what happens. And so I texted him, I called him after I got out of the shower and I was like, 
tell Sammy, which is the girl we were going to move in with, I was like, then I'm in and then we're, we're doing this. And he was like, okay. So I literally decided, packed up all my shit, sold a lot of shit, told my family, had a going away party and moved within like one month. Wow. And then now we out here and there's no regrets. Well, welcome to Los Angeles. Yes. You were here before me, but yeah. still, it's always nice to meet like-minded people that go to a city just to pursue a dream. Mm-hmm. But yeah. now you're making the dream a reality. Yeah. But before we dive into that, it is time for another segment. And this is a classic <laughs> word before we leave segment. I call it wordplay. And I'm going to count us down from three. And you're going to say a word. I'm going to say a word. We're going to say it at the same time. And our goal is to get to the same word. Oh, Does that okay. make sense? So so think of anything random. Doesn't have something okay. not in the park. Oh. Uh, try to avoid names if you can. If, if a name comes up, that's fine. Um, and try not to repeat any words that we've said. So okay. I'll give you a second to think of a word, and I'll think of a word. And then I'll go three, two, one, and then we'll say something. And then we'll just keep doing it until we get to the same word. It could be really fast, or it could be really long. Okay. Hold on. This is hard. I got a word. Just think of a random word. Three, two, one. Ambidextrous. Oh. <laughs> Ambidextrous and orange. orange. <laughs> this is hard. Yeah, that's the point. Well, first of all, I we kind can't of, talk about. It. We can't. Oh, we, I don't even gotta, know what ambidextrous kind of means. Do I? Just think no, of I a don't. word. That, okay. Just try to relate the two. Okay. Ambidextrous and orange. Uh, okay. I got. I got it. I got a word. I don't know if it's going to connect, but we'll get there. Okay. I got a word. Okay. Three, two, one. Circle. Pencil. Okay. Pencil and, Pencil and circle. circle. It's easy. I'm sending it to you with my mind. Okay. You got it? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sending it to you with the connect. We have to be on the same okay. page. Pencil and circle. Three, two, one. Eraser. Shape. Oh. oh. Shape and eraser. Think about it. Think about it. Shape and eraser. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Come on, think about it. Think about it. Shape and eraser. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get it on this one. I don't know. We're gonna get it on this I one. I think no, I'm doubting myself. No, no, no. But I think no you trust have a lot your gut. Confidence in me. Trust your gut. Shape and eraser. Three, two, one. Smudge. <laughs> smudge. Smudge. You know, you like you erase the shape, and then it <laughs> creates like a smudge. Okay. Smudge and... I said rubber. Rubber and smudge. I got it. How do you have it? Think about it. Smudge and rubber. It's so obvious. So obvious. So obvious. So obvious, apparently. Smudge and rubber. Okay. Three, two, one. Tire. Tire and... I said smear. Smear? Smudge. Smear. Smear and tire. Tire. Oh, I got it. <laughs> you, you got it. Every time, it's how I got it. It's so obvious. It is me. I don't even know if smear is a word. Okay. It S- is. Like, you smear something. Oh, you're I always say, I guess I say, I say smear instead of smear. Smear. Yeah, you smear it up. You smear. Like, Maybe like, this smear. Smear. Is that even smear. a word? Smear. Smear. It's the same word. Smear. Same word, different fonts. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we're okay. on smear and tire, tire. and it's okay. so obvious. Three, two, one, track. skid. Oh, dang it. I was thinking of like a tire track. I was thinking like a skid mark on yeah. the road. Okay, so we have track and skid. Got it. Wait. Got it. No. No, no, think about it. Think about it. Wait, what is it again? Skid, skid and, and track. Skid and track. 
Yeah. It's so I'm obvious. trying to like, You know it, you know it. I am, but I can't think of the word for it. What? What is the word you're thinking? Don't tell me. Just send it to me. Send me the word. <laughs> you gotta think okay. it. Think it into my mind. I got it. I think you just sent me the word. I got a new word. You got a new word. Three, two, one. Donut. I, I was about to say helmet. I didn't say anything. <laughs> okay, we'll rewind. We'll rewind. Don- we'll rewind. Okay. We're back at skid and, and track. track. Three, two, one. Throttle. Throttle. <laughs> Did you say slide? Yeah, because it's like when you have when you're in a car and you make a, a skid or like a tire track, you might slide. Yeah. I get it. Thinking, yeah, yeah. And you're thinking full throttle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking like pedal gun it, pedal to the metal. Throttle and slide. This is hard. No, no, this is easy. <laughs> okay, you send me the word this time. Did it. Did it do it a few more times? I've just sent it like a hundred times. Slide and throttle. throttle. Three, two, one. Rain. Slip and slide. Slip and slide. Well, that's what I, you know, if, I'm, if I see a slip and slip slide. Slip and slide, race. Okay, we're kind of getting closer. Okay, to we're going to have we're gonna have to bullet speed this. I'm just going to start counting down. We'll get to it. Okay. Speed round. Slip and slide and slip race. Slip and slide and race. Got it. Three, two, one. Recess. Summer, Summer and recess. Three, two, one. School. Childhood. Childhood and school. Three, two, one, play. Young. Play and young. Three, two, one, toys. Oh, toys and fast. youth. Three, two, one, baby. <laughs> baby and bouncy ball. Three, two, one, beach boy. ball. <laughs> I said boy. 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 Boy beach and ball. beach ball. Okay. Three, two, one, beach. sandcastle. Sandcastle and beach. Three, two, one. Ocean. Ocean and shovel. Three, two. Wait, wait. I forget what it's called. Ocean and shovel. You ready? No. Are you ready? Sure. Three, two, one. Bucket. Bucket and ditch. Oh, oh. Bucket and ditch. Has it ever gone this long before? Yeah. Or am I just really bad at this game? No, no, no. No one's bad at this game. Okay, what was the words again? Shovel and... Ditch. No. Ditch and... Ditch and bucket. Ditch and bucket. Ditch and bucket. Ditch I, I know and bucket. I know what you're thinking of. It was the last one you were thinking of. You sent it to me, and I didn't say it. But I got it now. You don't know the word, but you know it. Ditch and bucket. Ditch and bucket. You got it? It's a weird word. <sighs> Ditch and bucket. Three, two, one. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on. Ditch uh, and bucket. No, no, no. Nothing we've said. You gotta get that microphone to your mouth. I'm sorry. It's okay. Ditch and bucket. Three. Trust your gut. Just trust your gut. I just don't have anything in my head. It'll come to you. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. Moat. You said moat. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. It is, but I get—I couldn't remember that. So we got—we have to go back because he didn't yeah, say, anything. didn't say anything. So we were back on ditch and bucket, uh, and it can't be moat. Yeah. Three, two, one. River. Work. Work. Work and, and river. river. Okay. Three, two, one. City. Raft. 
thinking like white water rafting. Like, like this oh, guy's job like is to work in, on the river in the river. I was thinking, but city. I was actually kind of going that way. So we got sometime. raft and city. I'm three, saying three, two, one. Building. Boat. <laughs> boat and building. Three, two, one. Trade. Skyscraper. Trade and skyscraper. Trade and skyscraper. This is now it's obvious. Oh. Trade and skyscraper. 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 Trade um, and skyscraper. Scraper. Hold on, let me think of the. I'm immediately sad about what I'm about to say. I just want to like warn everybody. This is this is what I think. Is, don't judge me for what I'm about to say. Okay, I don't think it's the same thing. Trade and skyscraper. Yeah. Three, two, one. Nine eleven. Oh. Well, yeah. yeah the World Trade Center. Yeah. Wow. That's that would have been very obvious, but. So nine eleven in the stock market. <laughs> stock market. Trading. I don't even know what the stock market oh, I got is. it. I got it. I got it. Stock market, nine eleven. <laughs> I'm sorry, by the way. I have to apologize. I don't even know. Okay. Before the whole like public domains like okay. Boo! Nine eleven and World Trade Center. Three Not two, World Trade Center. Nine eleven and stock market. <laughs> three, two, one, Wolf Wall, of Street. Wall Street. Oh I, I, I Okay, I, I got it now. Wolf of Wall Street and Wolf Wall, Wall Street. Street. We're like Street. really close. Now just really think about it. Three, two, one, <laughs> Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yes! Yes! Yes, we look like psychopaths in this park right now. We just screamed Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> we were like, yes, homeboy. That's how I feel. Dude, today. that girl. She's got the vibes. We can. Hear, I, I heard her. She's like, Shh, they're doing a podcast. Don't don't them worry about it. We're just talking about Leo DiCaprio. Leo, Leo, Leo DiCaprio. Leo, like I know that guy. He's yeah. good. He's real good. He's amazing. Yeah, he's a friend of mine. Yeah. No. Met him once or twice. Well, yeah, like at least six, seven. At least. So, back to the questions. Okay, back to it. That was kind of stressful. Yeah, yeah. It's fun, though. It is fun. I, f- okay. I feel like based on a lot of the stuff that you talk about online, uh, more so, I'm, I'm a big fan of your Instagram. I feel like it's very motivational, including Thank your you. Katie Shots It account, Thank where you, you do like disposable f- and mm-hmm. film roles, which is very great. Yeah. Um, but I feel like another big part of what you kind of post and share to the world is mindset based. Mm-hmm. So would you care to share kind of your thoughts on, on, on not just being a model, but also what's the mindset that it takes to stay motivated and to overcome self-doubt? Okay. Well, I feel like there's levels to this shit, honestly. As somebody that has a lot of like anxiety and I feel like a lot of creatives can say this, but I feel like we're constantly feeling like we need to prove ourselves and like not take breaks. And if we take a break, then we lost a day. We're not leveling up in like our career and all that stuff. But I think a lot of getting to a point in not just career, but in life that you want to be in is just all about mindset. And it's like learning to let go of things realize that you can't control every outcome and not letting everything kind of get to you Um, and with letting go I feel like kind of helps with stress-free and like anxiety and just kind of not being so hard on yourself when things don't go your way because especially in the creative industry it's like you never know which way things are going to go and I feel like having a good head on your shoulders having good morals and just doing all that you can but not making your success be basically all that you can give out to the world not all that you can accomplish from what you're doing 
like life is coming from you Mm -hmm. not at you yeah it's like you can be so talented and do all the classes and do all these things and put all the work together and still not get this job that you think might be your end all of success your magnum opus your life changer the one that everyone remembers you for yeah but you in yourself just having all of these skills and being who you are and learn like learning to be happy with the journey and all of that is more so success rather than the accomplishments you get as a success does that make sense yeah you didn't always think like this did you Mm -mm. no when did you start getting into this honestly when i moved to la i had this like crazy mindset switch that like i kind of just i always feel weird saying this but i always tell people like my first 20 something years of my life i felt like i was like a zombie just kind of like walking through life i was happy but i wasn't like super happy and i wasn't like depressively sad all the time but i was just kind of like in this in between you just kind of existed existed and i felt like i was kind of doing what everyone was telling me to do like oh do this path do that path but i never really had like oh like i wasn't like aware of like what i wanted and like what i thought was fun or like what i would rather do more so than what i am doing and so when I moved to L.A., it was kind of the first time I ever did something that I wanted to do. And then my mindset kind of just switched from being here. And it's it's constantly switching. Like, I feel like I've been, like, seven different people since moving here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, it's, it's one of those places where you see so much new, and I'm a firm believer that new things that come your way create new mindsets and new thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you're not just, like going down the same thought paths that you don't used to you know there's it's mm-hmm. like the metaphor of like your your thought patterns are in a routine just like going down the banks of a hill in the, in the snow it's like sledding mm-hmm. yeah so the more you think one way mm-hmm. the more that groove is notched in the easier it is to go back into that that thought yeah. process and so when you see new things new snow is on the over everything so you can make new paths yeah because it's like I feel like people always talk about how they want to change and like all these things and it's like it's a lot of work to like change your mindset it's like you have to basically go back and reprogram the things that you learned as growing up that don't really resonate with you anymore so that you can learn new habits and allow new things into your life because like you know humans are like creatures of habit yeah so it's like you have to practice if you want to change something, you have to practice the mindset and the habit every single day until it just becomes your new reality. Right, right. Do you think... Actually, no, I want to rephrase this. If somebody was in a weird transitional point in their life, what would you say to them? And how would you help them embrace this new mindset, this new change that's coming? Like as if they were wanting to change? Yeah, like if they're open to it, how do you... Give them the push in the right direction. So first, I feel like, this is what I do at least, is when I feel like I am in this like stagnant point where I want something to change, but sometimes I don't really know what it is yet. I kind of, because I'm a big journaler, I have to journal my thoughts or else I feel like my head is just super crowded. So I kind of first journal about everything in my life and I kind of try to pinpoint the things that I don't like very much and the things that I do like a lot. And so I kind of make like separate little lists. And then I, the things that I don't like, I realize that I've either outgrown them or they're not, they're not really 
like helping me anymore so I kind of learned to try and let those things go and focus on the things that I am liking in life and then I think about things that I want to accomplish next so then I will let go of these things that don't serve me and put that effort into the things that I want to accomplish now so you kind of have to re like assess your life in the moment to figure out what's not working and what is working I love how you said you journal it all you put it on paper you put it make it tangible it's not like I got mine right here too I go through like I journal every two months. That's two months. insane. Yeah. So would like you think so that journaling's like one of the best habits somebody could pick up if they want to change their life? I think so. I feel like, because sometimes I try to like tell people about journaling and they're either really into it or it's, some, like, it's kind of hard sometimes. It's like a vision board, really. Yeah. And it's like, because I use my journal to write down what I'm frustrated about, write down what I'm grateful for, write down my affirmations. I use it for like literally everything. And so I feel like it's kind of just a good little thing to just have, I don't know, to clear my mind. What would you say to somebody that wants to pursue their dream? And how should they start? How should they get out of the side hustle? How should they dedicate it all? Um, I think just kind of literally just going for it like finding the steps that you need to do first to kind of get your foot in the door but then okay here's one thing here's one thing that whenever I started kind of pursuing modeling I felt like I always needed other people to pursue my work but then I realized that like I have a bunch of creative ideas in my mind I know how to style I know how to get together a group of people it's like I can make a piece of art out of what I have in this moment. I don't have to wait for somebody else to give me this open opportunity to make something. So it's like, even if you have literally no experience at all, just starting from exactly where you are and doing everything you know, like that you know in that moment, don't like let other people like stop you from creating, even though if you're not like super talented in it yet. I actually want to add to that because this podcast alone, uh, the microphones that I still use are microphones I've had either gifted to me or things I've found across the years. I'm still saving up to buy just like a professional audio mixer and equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't let my microphone stop me from doing the idea, doing the podcast. Yeah. And now it's growing. Now it's like noticeably growing right. to a point where I can interview super cool people like you and like the mm-hmm. previous guests I've had this season. Mm-hmm. And what I've realized is that the stories matter more than the medium through the microphone. It mm-hmm. matters more than the quality because the quality comes from the actual information being shared and yeah. not from yeah from that. From the material thing. From the material wealth. Yeah. And while I'm grateful that I have my microphones and mm-hmm. I'm grateful I can record on a laptop in the middle of a park, of course I'm always going to want to upgrade, but right. I'm still using what I got and yeah. I still, not I'm still it doing it. Not letting it stop you. Exactly. And yeah. you just applied that on the modeling side, which mm-hmm. is fantastic. And yeah. I'm hoping to do that continuously through acting. I know right. there's a strike and everything, but mm-hmm. it's very motivating to talk to people like-minded and to hear their thoughts on that. All right, enough of me rambling. <laughs> we're going to do another segment, and then we're going to work our way into the final questions. Are you ready? Okay, yeah. So this one is going to be called Word Definition, and I'm going to say a word, and you're going to define it in your own way. Okay. <laughs> Modeling. Creative outlet. Family. Um, my stability source. <laughs> Love. Ever growing. Ooh. Mm. Mentality. Oh, I almost wanted to say the same thing. It's Ex- always expanding. Change. 
Um, I keep saying like two words for these, but like knowledge and like learning and growing. Death. Transition. Oh, <laughs> you're not the first person to say that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Art. Heart. Art. Love. Very nice. <laughs> and the final one, words. Spells. Ooh. <laughs> okay, now we're going to move into the final questions. Okay. What is something you could say to eight-year-old Katie if you, you know, if you Ooh. if you got to meet her in person and talk to her and it wouldn't affect any, like, space-time continuum? You just got to say something. Mm-hmm. What would you say? That everything's going to be okay. And honestly, just go with the flow because the universe and I always I call my angels my divine family so I know I kind of sound delulu when I say that but no the no, universe no don't diminish and it your Embrace divine it. family have your back and you'll always be protected and guided in the path that you're supposed to, and you're supposed to and meant to be on and what would you say to 80 year old Katie Ooh, congratulations I just got I'm smacked glad. by a stick. <laughs> Literally hit my foot. It wasn't from me. It was from the tree above. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would just say congratulations because honestly, like I feel like life is like a freaking video game and it's even hard to make it out alive to 80 years old. So if I'm alive in 80 years, just freaking good job. Yeah. You did it. You did it. You're doing it. Doing it. What is one thing you wish someone told you earlier you may have already been told it maybe they haven't told you yet what was what is one thing you wish someone told you probably not to put myself in a box because I feel like for a long time I wanted to just be like a model or the dancer but as I get older I realize that I have way more things to myself than just what I do so it's like I do dabble in photography and it's like sometimes I'm like oh I wish I could be kind of a photographer as well and I'm like you can you don't have to just be a model you can be a photographer you can be a skater you can be all these things you don't have to just be one thing all the time so don't limit yourself to one thing yeah what what has been the hardest um pivot or transition you've gone through in the past few years uh around modeling around personal life that you're open to share and how'd you get through it and how would others get through it if you could give them advice hmm okay this might get a little deep that's the point that's the point that's why i ask so back at home i lost i was dating somebody and i lost them to an overdose and it was probably the hardest thing I've ever been through my whole entire life and I for a second obviously let it get me down and I realized that like I was going down like a really bad path but there was still something inside of me that was like I have so much to like give in this world and also he wouldn't want me to like sit here and go down a bad path so I randomly actually it was somebody else that kind of brought like a spiritual knowing into my life it was like one of his friends actually that she like gave me this book and she gave me like these little crystals and like all these things that kind of opened up this new little world for me that I kind of found comfort in so I kind of found this new like sense of faith and path in like all of that 
and I kind of started using the like grief and everything I had as more of like a motivation and like all of that so obviously it was very hard and there's still times now where it gets me down but I have learned to like open myself back up to love and to like relationships again which was really hard to do but I think at this point now it's been like a little over three years I'm kind of learning to kind of be more vulnerable and like learn to love again and like all of that stuff thanks for sharing that was great seriously (laughs) and now the final question katie tar would you care to share a word before we leave absolutely let me think Mm, i'm gonna try and keep it short and simple learn to let go stress less and love harder Mm, poetic and true and necessary (laughs) yes katie tar you are strong you matter you're an inspiration to so many people even if you don't realize it or think it uh and i know that your words have helped a listener today they've helped me and they will continue to help people beyond the podcast thank Thank you for joining us today i'm going to say some quick thank yous and that's the show I just want to say thank you to Katie Tarr, wherever this park is, North Hollywood, we thank you too. The city of NoHo has welcomed me with open arms. Uh, I also want to say thank you to that girl that was screaming earlier. She seemed like she was vibing. She was yelling at some birds, but she made it. She made it in the show. We'll see if the editing takes her out, but just so you know, there was a girl that screamed. Mm -hmm. Uh, I also want to say thank you to Cooper Neidecker, Diego Astorga, Maria Small, Casey Gardner, uh, and you the listener for joining me once again for a little peer into someone else's life we understand each other through understanding ourselves and the best way to understand ourselves is to pursue knowledge and to pursue growth and that is our mission here at a word before we leave and this has been brett gaffney normally i end the podcast by closing a door but since i am for the first time out in nature (laughs) I got nothing else to say, but uh, I love you, and maybe you too can pursue your passions. You can. This I has been in you. This has been Brett Gaffney and Katie Tar, and you've just listened to a word before we leave. Check us out in the, some more episodes. We got more to come as always. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.